1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Very much appreciated. He's the mayor of Shemokin Dam. Uh, uh, even in this decline state, he's still the smartest guy in the room in many places. <laughs> and in what way am I declining just out of general curiosity? Cognitively and
2: memory. Really? You think my cognitive functions are declining? You think I'm Joe
1: Biden? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not quite that far along. He's got, uh, what, five, six, seven, eight years on you? No, we're the same age. Oh, are you? Okay. Well, like I said, well, he's he's uh, advanced. Something happened to him cognitively in the past two years. I'm not just dissing him because I'm not happy about inflation or things like that. But, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he, he didn't weather the pandemic well. There are some people that I think didn't do as well as we would have like to see during the pandemic, and he's, I think he would be one of them, so, but in any event, all the way back around to your cognitive abilities, even on your worst day, you're still 20 times smarter than me, so just bask in that, okay, oh, For, forget, the, forget the lost <laughs> opportunity. I'm Mark Lawrence, a very, very bad portrayal of a liberal on the radio, and a uh, active Democrat, you know, I go to the polls and vote and these kind of things, how do you want this, in the column fashion, well, not like that. I'd be all day trying to figure it. That's better. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's 400 words. You're going to read all this? No, I don't have to. Okay, no, no, we must. <laughs> we, must. We, must. <laughs> we must. We must. We must. We must. Okay. So uh, that is sets the scene. That's who Joe and I are, and uh, Mr. Rob Center is always as sharp as possibly can be. He's on the other side of the glass. He's our producer, and he will be more than happy to answer the telephone. So the way you put him to work, uh, you call 1-800-795. You can email us at on the at and you can text us at seven zero two three six on the market. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, our toll-free line is going to be open uh, today, so call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five, and you can email us at on the at wkok.com. Dot com Have I mentioned seven zero two three six? Include the keyword OTM. How
2: was yes, your weekend, buddy? you just buddy? mentioned it. Oh, well, very good. My grandson, oldest grandson, turned thirteen. We had a party for him. Small oh, one, just family. Yeah. Now I have a teenager in the family.
1: Wow. <laughs> I haven't had one sense? of those for quite a few years. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years. You had 20 years of respite, and now you're back in the teen years. Well, good for you. We're well, like 30. you got good kids. So. Um, okay. Oh, Logan's a great kid. So you said we got a good long email? So yeah, all right, this is, I it. thought
2: you'd find this interesting. It's called A Brief History of Climate Change from Craig. He said in the late 50s and early 60s, it was a food supply crisis. Then the food crisis became the population explosion spearheaded by Paul Ehrlich. Next, we were told of a global ice age, that it was coming and we would all be under glaciers in a matter of years. The next crisis was the dangerous hole in the ozone. We were all going to burn up. Then it was the Amazon rainforest. The world would run out of oxygen if we didn't save the forest. Acid rain was next. Acid rain is going to kill all the vegetation on Earth and we'll all starve. Acid rain may be a real phenomenon, but obviously it was hardly a crisis. Finally, in the 90s, the dire warning became global warming. Man, though the trace element CO2 is heating up the earth to dangerous levels and we're going to perish in 12 or 20 years or whatever. But but then the global warming scientists were caught falsifying data and lying to the public like the fabricated discredited hockey stick and the East Anglia email exposure, exposure and more, all squelched by the press. Since the fraud became known and the computer models and dire predictions about global warming had proven to be unsound, If not dead wrong, the alarmist quieted down for a bit. But then they came up with a new and better crisis. Climate change. Climate change. It covers all the bases. (laughs) Too cold. Climate change. Too hot. Climate change. drought, Climate change. Floods. Climate change. Snowstorm. Climate change. And on and on. And now we have climate justice. Climate as a moral and civil rights issue. For decades, the left has used or created crises with their primary aim, destroying free market capitalism. These Marxists know that if they can create enough fear of pending doom... They will get people to relinquish their property, wealth, and liberty. And they also use fear to prevent challenge. If you dare to point out scientific evidence that disproves the theory of man-induced global warming, and there's tons of it, you'll be shouted and shut down, shunned as a denier. That's also Marxist strategy, by the way. Same goes for bringing up solutions to the current pandemic that are outside their influence. And it's all a telltale sign. It's not about science. It's about politics and control. All
1: right. He's got it bad. All right. Super duper. (laughs) Well, I don't think he's a denier. He sounds pretty darn informed, so he would be familiar with, you know, the molecules of truth that are within all of those. And he is clearly informed on the molecules of falsehood that's uh, contained herein. But, yeah, good email. Super duper. Thank you. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of people are always concerned about more control. So I think that's sound advice. If you think uh, responding to the climate... Uh, in terms of a, in the justice conversation or in uh, the uh, Marxist conversation. I think that's always sound concern. I mean, I would be concerned about switching to Marxism in the U.S., would you not? Oh, yes, and definitely so, would. Okay, all right, sound... Uh, I like climate justice. I love that Sound one. concern. Do you know
2: what that is? It's climate as a moral and civil rights issue. They're affecting who? Everybody. People of color people who are marginalized. It affects those who are disproportionately disadvantaged in our society.
1: Right, And climate justice is uh, being talked about right now. For whom? I don't know for whom. Excellent for point. See, that's <laughs> just it. The less you know, the better off you are. Well, well, Hold you, on tell me. Your...
2: well tell, you tell me. Well, you tell me. You have woke. to do your own research, Oh, Joe. no, no. See, you don't Sorry. know either. <laughs>
1: oh, I know. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Okay. If you knew, you'd be happy to tell me. <laughs> Stan, you're on the mark.
3: That was a good email. That laid it out pretty much the way things are yep. and the way it's been. Yep, so, absolutely. But, uh, you know, as far as climate change and the world coming to end, you know women and children will be most affected when the world comes to the end. Isn't that the old line? How so? Well, if the world's coming to the end. that's That was an old joke. The world's coming to the end. Uh, women and children are, are affected more, or, or the most, the hardest hit.
2: No, I hadn't heard that. I don't know why that would be. We'd all be suffering from the same...
3: Exactly. But everything everything is, uh, you know, put out there, and there's a problem with, uh, you know, in the mainstream media, they say women and minorities and children are most affected or hardest hit. A lot of times it's depending on reporting, depending on the subject. That's generally the tagline that you put on, you know, where nobody else is affected by this stuff. But, you know, climate climate change, global warming... Global cooling, it's all a farce, and, it, and he's right. It's all to get control over the people. I, I don't know what these people I know what they want. They want control and power, that the, you know, the people that are pushing all this crap. You know, when John Kerry can't get himself on a commercial uh, airplane to go wherever he goes to do whatever he does, still not sure what he's doing other than selling out America, he's too good to fly commercial because a person like him shouldn't have to. And that's basically what he said when he asked about that.
2: Well, how did all these people get to Scotland in private jets?
3: Exactly. Although you know, we're going to we're going to fight climate change, <laughs> but we're going to all fly there in our you know gas guzzling, our fuel guzzling, carbon emitting airplanes. Yeah, and then we're going to tell the rest of the world how they got to behave so we can lower the carbon content in the in the atmosphere. You know, the hypocrisy runs deep in these people, and but they're never affected by any of it. You know, they can put all the carbon taxes on and and, and restrict the amount of fuel out there and force everybody into electric vehicles and take away their options to travel and how they they get there, you know, uh, government transportation, you know, the buses, the trains. But they're never affected because they don't have to use any of it. They'll still get all the power they need. They'll get all the gas they need. And they're rich enough it doesn't bother them if the price goes to $10 a gallon for fuel. So... You know, the hypocrisy is just disgusting.
2: Well, speaking of that, over the weekend, MSNBC informed us that Americans should accept this high inflation rate because we've got the money to pay for it. We should be happy to pay a little bit extra for inflation. Right. I love that. That's sort of like Marie Antoinette saying, let them eat cake.
1: Who said that? (laughs) MSNBC's
2: Stephanie Rule argued Americans have to put the high inflation rate and rising costs of food and other everyday items in perspective. The Consumer Price Index rose 6.2% year-over-year year in October. 6.2% inflation, according to the Department of Labor. The largest annual gain since November 1990, and prices rose 0.9% month-over-month. Month. But the soaring cost, Rule set on NBC, were expected after the worldwide pandemic before telling anchor Willie Geist that Americans, on average, can actually afford the higher prices. Talk right, about right, tone
1: right. deaf and, and not... So to, why are you watching MSNBC all of a sudden? You I'm used not, to I'm dismiss it. i reading this story. Is what she said true? Y- no. Okay, well, then why well, would are you bring happy it up to, on the show? Are you happy to
2: pay the higher prices? Can you afford it? No, nope. answer my question.
1: It? Why would you bring it up on the show if she told a lie and you brought it onto our show and now you're passing it on? Because, why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, my, you're testy today. I can test it well, I'm just asking <laughs> you a simple question. This, this climate letter got you all hot and bothered. No, not hot and bothered. I'm just simply asking you a question. If I'm bringing it out if you have somebody on Fox that you know is a lie, you bring that here, or if you see stuff on MSC, MSNBC that you know is false, you bring it here to say, okay, this is the truth according to, what, Who whose truth is this? Stephanie What's
2: ruled she's an MSNBC Never anchor. heard of her.
1: Well, never okay. heard of her. Come on, Joe. You've you you heard of Willie Geist.
2: I assume you've heard of Willie Geist. They, they were on a program together yep. yesterday where she said this. Now, you're not bothered by the fact that someone from MSNBC says the American people can afford to pay higher prices? I do
1: not watch MSNBC, Joe. And I I'm surprised that you do and I'm surprised that you honestly feel that what she had to say is the truth that has to be brought onto our it. show.
2: Well, what do you what we should we talk about? Only things we know to be exactly
1: and entirely correct? Well, why don't you bring This is an issue. See show. what happens
2: with issues. There are other sides.
1: Somebody okay. will believe one thing, you, somebody man. will believe the other thing. All right, you win. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stan, you have the last word. Go right ahead. Yeah, help me well, out here, just, Stan. It, he's, he's, it,
3: well, in that effect, I'll give Joe a compliment. He's watching those networks so that the rest of us don't have to. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Please keep sabre. it up and keep reporting, because I can't sacri- stand to watch any of them. Yep, it's it, a
1: yeah. sacrifice, Stan, but I'm happy to make it. It's a sacrifice. Okay,
3: thank you.
2: Thank,
1: yeah, you. <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. All right, we'll take all comers, all truths to you. Call in, myth or otherwise. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Anything else over there you know to be false you'd like to tell us? Well,
2: let's continue with this story. This is what this lady said. The dirty little secret here, Willie, while nobody likes to pay more, on average, we have the money to do so. Household savings hit a record high over the pandemic, and we really didn't have anywhere to go out and spend. So her argument is that we should be happy to pay these higher prices because we didn't have to spend a lot of money during the pandemic. Gee, I wonder if she ever heard about people having to go out and pay to have their groceries delivered so they didn't have to go out if they were at risk, and the fact that the prices are going up, that a, price, a pound of bacon is 18% higher. Can you name me anything you buy, Mark, on a daily basis that isn't more now than it was a
1: couple of months ago? And why is MSNBC at fault for this? Because they no put her on the No, one said they were TV? at fault.
2: This is a, an opinion piece. We get people calling in the show all the time arguing... So she's arrogant, and that bothers you? Well, does it bother you when Tucker Carlson says something
1: you think is insulting to the left? Bother me, but I wouldn't bring it to this show and say, hey, you I heard a lie bro- last you night on TV. Bro- you got to hear it, everybody. Uh, the president Did is I say,
2: It's not necessarily impaired. a lie. It's an ill informed opinion. Okay. She says that we should be happy to pay more because we have more. Right. But the American people who are we adversely impacted by these inflationary <sighs> prices... All right, we not got happy you, to Joe. Bad. Noted. No, you are
1: just trying to blow me off. I well, recognize this. honest to Pete, Joe, if you find a false statement on the on the TV over the week, and you bring it in here Monday morning and say, "Mark, why are you responsible for this, oh, or I why is Joe you were Biden resp- responsible Did I say for this?" You were responsible? Well, you want me to explain why she feels that way? No, I don't. I'm you said to you. me, "Explain why she feels that way." So why would I misinterpret that to understand that you well, want that me to explain why she feels that? Only way? Only after you went off the rails when okay. I brought it. Up. All right folks. Any rational callers, please feel free to call in and set me straight. They have 1-800. called her tone deaf, right. elitist, and out of touch. All right, noted. Do you feel you fit that description? one 800 Well, one of us brought it to the show and said, hey, have I got a lie for you today?
2: I didn't say it was a lie.
1: All right. One, it's it's true statement. Read what she no, said, and this a, is the truth, folks. It's an opinion. Now, this is Joe's truth. Read it. it.
2: It is an opinion that is ill-informed, Here, tone me deaf, it. I'll read elitist, it. Give and out of touch.
1: Give it to me. She said. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll <laughs> let you have it. All right. We'll take a break while Joe hands that over. Okay. Here's the truth, according to Joe McGranahan Americans have been put on a high inflation rate and rising food and costs every day in perspective. Consumer price, okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, rules set on NBC. We're expected. They forgot the apostrophe. And we're expected after the worldwide pandemic to pay more, says Willie Geist. All right. The dirty little secret. Well, anyway, I can't find the key points here. But in any event. <laughs> I just read them to you. Right, I know I know they they did. This is Joe's Truth folks. So call in if you wish to have a rational viewpoint informed so, or otherwise. Call in. You don't see inflation as being a problem. I don't, but I just don't see you what, don't. You okay, what you want what me or her to do about it. What well, caused the? Imp- let's 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 list five reasons we have inflation. Oh, I just give right one: down. the insane spending policies
2: of the current administration. Okay, so which is why their approval rating is down in the dumps. How much
1: overspending has this administration done?
2: Well, look at what they're proposing now.
1: No, no, 1. no, 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 no no no, 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 no. Proposals don't make inflation. All what of, have they already spent? What was it? Three bill, and, and a half. trillions of dollars tr- on like three stimulus trillion packages. The first one, and of which wasn't needed. One now, so that's four trillion. How many? to the previous administration. Now, inflation is the fault of this administration, and over-government spending is the cause. So this in, this administration borrowed, let's say, $4 Do you trillion. understand
2: what causes inflation?
1: Absolutely. Well, no, we're going to get to that in a minute, and we're going to pin it on Joe Biden. We're going to find out why, what, uh, two dozen countries in the globe have double-digit inflation because of Joe Biden. So let's get this. Okay, so $4 trillion borrowed in this administration. That's one reason. $7 trillion in the last administration, but that's also Joe Biden's fault? Now, wait a second. What was the inflation rate in the last administration? Well, as it ended... It wasn't anywhere near this. Well, no, as it ended during the pandemic, it was like 0.01% or something. There was very little inflation. Okay. Over the
2: whole four years.
1: Oh, right. Okay. And even over Barack uh,
2: Obama's eight years before that, inflation was not an issue. So you didn't notice that
1: food prices were going up in the last four years? They haven't gone up that much. Nope. Okay. And and you see, you're one of the people that has the money to afford it. But for the rest of us dogs, food prices did go up. I do, the,
2: do you do the food shopping in your
1: house? I do it in mine. Uh, it didn't. doesn't have anything to do with shopping. It has to do with the prices but, uh, that you pay are you aware how much of you the have. prices, okay. the price increases? All right. So the previous you're administration, me. you said government spending is a factor, $7 trillion through stimulus in the last administration, and $4 trillion, can we agree to that, this administration. Right. So which administration would be most responsible, the
2: one who borrowed the least? But you're not hearing me. Okay. Inflation no- doesn't necessarily relate entirely to borrowing. It has to do with too many... Too much money chasing too few goods. The supply chain crisis is also responsible. And that's for Joe that. Biden's fault, right? Well, if he would open up the ports to independent truckers instead of insisting that everybody who takes a
1: piece of okay. uh, no, no, something we'll, out of a cart we'll that uh, becomes a. A uh, union job. Okay. So two years ago, I tried to buy a new truck, and I couldn't because there was a chip shortage. That's Joe Biden's fault, right? It wasn't right? two years ago. It was last year. Last year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that's Joe Biden, too. Okay, chip shortage. Even though he wasn't president yet, but you're saying that now, you know, you you stop,
2: stop and think. You know very well what the problem with the chip shortage was. Okay. No, during, I got you. During the pandemic, they didn't make as many. They switched to other things, and now they're trying to switch back and catch up. So that, that's a supply chain issue, but okay, it also I got can. You. it also can deal with inflation. You told me that even our our wonderful sponsor, Sunbury Motors, had mannequin cars in there because yep. they couldn't get the original. I understand. That's a supply chain Right, issue. and that
1: was this year. So Joe right. Biden was president this year when we drove that Mustang that was a mannequin. I, uh, Joe, I'm all of this is Joe Biden's fault, according to what you're saying. Now, interest rates are where I'm they're— I'm not saying su- Joe Biden personally. I'm saying the administration and the policies of the I got administration. You. Okay, the administration. I'll change the key here. I just think you're standing on very thin ice blaming all this inflation on Joe Biden. But I I just said I blame it on the administration, not Joe Biden The administration, right. Okay, the administration. But uh, I think you're on very thin ice. I don't think it's true. Now, Americans have abundant cash to spend now, so there's too many dollars chasing too few goods. That's all Joe Biden, right, or the administration? If he says
2: he is going to do what he has to do to open up the supply chain, but he didn't do the things that would actually make a difference. He said they're keeping them open 24 hours a day. But if 24 hours a day at all is union drivers and there aren't that many. Many of them, it doesn't solve the
1: problem. Okay. Prior to the pandemic, the economy was booming. Would you agree with that? Prior to the pandemic, it Joe was. That's Joe Biden's booming. fault too. No, it was ah. Donald Trump who got the economy booming again. Okay. No, I got you. Through right. an America First position. And food prices were stable during President yes. Trump's administration. Okay, I got you. As I recall, they were going up, but I have less money to pay for food than you do, so you'd be less cognitive of it. Well, I gas prices
2: were stable during the Trump administration. Well, stop and think that. Well, not exactly, because sometimes they went really low. They would okay. go up and they would go down. Nothing based on contributed and to demand.
1: that. That was Donald Trump making prices go down.
2: I didn't say it was Donald Trump making prices. No, I mean, go down. No, it was down. a
1: question, Joe. It was a question. It wasn't an accusation. Okay, labor participation was that up or down during the Trump administration? It
2: was it was
1: unemployment was very very low as no, you recall. No, Joe, just listen to my words. Employment participation. No, Joe, p- the participation rate in the US was it up or down during Trump? It was up. No, it was down. Wrong, and with Joe Biden, it's right back where it was during the Trump administration. Let's go back over that that again.
2: What do you when you define sixty-two point one
1: percent during most of the Trump administration and sixty-two point one percent now?
2: Are you including people who gave up during the Obama administration?
1: No, this is the available. This is the total number of available workers who are working. Okay, so here's here's my analysis. Okay, the the current administration caused our inflation. You you say that's true. Our current administration caused a pandemic. That's true or false? says you need a commercial break. Right. I'll get to it. Stand <laughs> by. Did our current administration cause the pandemic or not? The current administration? Right. No. Okay. Did our current administration and borrow prior $7 trillion didn't, the prior and pump one didn't it The prior one didn't cause it either. That's okay. That's fine, though. Okay. We'll cross that off. They didn't do that. Did our current administration borrow $7 trillion and pump it into the economy? Borrow it? Yes. Well, in many cases, they just printed it. So our current buy- administration did that last year. When you print more money... Okay, oh, fine. We'll put Trump's $7 trillion on on Biden, too. The supply <laughs> chain issue was caused by the current administration, right? Yes. Okay. In the chip opinion. shortage was caused by the current administration? No, it was caused by the oh. pandemic, That's which weird. was
2: exacerbated by the fact... That the uh, the companies that manufacture the chips switch to other
1: okay. things which were needed during the pandemic. This is your analysis. I'm just letting you go. The abundant cash in society, that's caused by the current administration. Let's save you some time. Why don't you
2: turn on Fox Business? Now, or C- CNBC. and
1: this is what I'll see.
2: You will hear that the, the truth. current
1: administration caused all these problems. You will hear you will hear okay. testimony to that effect. All Whether right. you choose to believe it or not is up to you. you. No, no, that's fine. I, I just think it, it, of the seven things you volunteered. Right, let me ask you this question. No, let me ask you of the seven <laughs> things you volunteered as the reasons for inflation, all of which started four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. But you say the current administration caused them all.
2: I didn't say it caused them all. I've what i'm oh. saying is it has failed to address them in a meaningful
1: manner so when you say the current administration caused our inflation what you mean is they didn't know the i mean they caused it by inaction or failure to do the things that would have made it better gotcha okay Noted. do you do understand not. that yep yep and we'll get those solutions when we come back we got a caller standing by we got to do the break we'll take more comers 1-800-795-9565 All right, we came up with a half a dozen reasons so far, or things that Joe Biden can do to fix the economy. Not the least of which is get rid of the current vice president, and that and one would of our, help.
2: One of our emailers says, "Do Mark's great looks counter his condescension this morning?" Just wow. <laughs> and another one. Another one says, "Hey, Mark, shut up and let someone
1: else talk." <laughs> All right, I got gotcha. you. All right, it's Tom's turn to talk. Go ahead, sir.
5: Yeah, you guys, as usual, have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just did a special last night on the uh, on 60 Minutes on this why the ports are all messed up and there's all kind of reasons and none of them have anything that would do with Joe Biden and he can't fix it. One of the main things that they were talking about is these uh, they call them skeletons. They they fasten onto the back of the tr- of the van the the, the the truck. They're called a skeleton that's what they put the containers on to take them away. Well, they brought all these, they can't get, they can't take the containers, they can't get the skeletons because when they, when the drivers, when the truck drivers bring the empty, bring the empty container back on the skeleton, they can't send the container back because they don't have, they don't have any ships to send the containers back.
2: That's because so they're, they're all sitting all these, there, fully loaded so in the ports. So they have all these
5: skeletons sitting all over California. They're sitting all over the place with these empty containers on them. And until they get rid of these empty containers off of these skeletons, they can't load the they can't load the new the new containers with the products on to get rid of the stuff.
2: So Tom, let me ask you a question: Why wasn't this a problem during the Trump administration? I don't know. Maybe we Joe,
5: didn't have a pandemic. Joe, there's there's been a pandemic. It just because it's just like the pandemic when a person gets when a person gets COVID, they the the, the deaths come later, right?
2: Well, yeah, they don't come and on this, day the one. Same
5: thing with this. There was a problem, and it just built up, and it got to this point now. You you would just want to blame Joe Biden for everything. The problem is not Joe Biden. It had nothing to do with Joe Biden.
2: Okay, but let me ask you, you if this: you can go
5: on YouTube, you might be able to watch the sixty minutes piece. I don't know if you can watch it. You ought to watch it and educate yourself. Well, no,
1: no, 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 no,
5: no. Instead of blaming Joe Biden for everything, because <laughs> no. you don't know oh, what you're you, talking you, about. You blame Donald Stan Trump for. Hey, doesn't know what her, he's hey. talking about, and neither is anybody else that calls your <laughs> show.
2: You blamed everything on the Trump on Trump when he who no, were calling I, I, him. I, yeah, everything. Was, was his fault. I see. So Joe Biden doesn't bear any responsibility. I nah, don't
5: nah, want to switch it over. There you go, do do a little bit of, you guys that are calling this show, educate yourself. Go watch it. If you can watch it somewhere, watch the 60 Minutes piece on okay. the problems. All right. And-
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and vehemently opposed to every rational thing I've said today. Not every rational
2: thing you haven't said any but if you ever do I will <laughs> if be in complete I were to
1: say okay I will be in full concurrence with yeah, you I love that we'll stipulate that if Mark were to say something rational Joe will agree I with I will it. agree with you Well it is And I've been waiting low these many years <laughs> <laughs> It is Monday November 15th 2021 I can't disagree with okay, you there. <laughs> right. But you don't like the way that I said it, do you? No, it's all <laughs> right. right. You all said right. it You said it very forcefully. That's sort of. Yeah, Joe wants me to be a man of action, if nothing else. He's been telling me that for 30 years. <laughs> all right, welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. Give you a quickie overview. Our sponsor is the Sunbury Mo- Motor Company. They have a family-owned dealership on North 4th Street in Sunbury, and they got the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's the SunburyMotor.com is their third address that you should know about. And, yes, uh, we have been driving various vehicles that they have on the line, the Mannequin Mustang and the Bronco and uh, the F-150 and the electric vehicles, you name it. We checked them out, and now it's your opportunity to buy one. they got a wide range of vehicles in a variety of types and sizes on the lot. Some are all-wheel drive. Some are two-wheel drive. Some are front-wheel drive. So, uh, some are big. Some are small. Some are trucks. Some are cars. You get the point? they got a wide range of inventory in hand and ready to go. So go to sunburymotors.com, look at their available inventory, do as I have done, go down there and talk to Jason or Ernie or Austin or Jeff and make an appointment to learn a lot more about what needs to happen at the Sunbury Motor Company to put you in a new vehicle. You'll join hundreds of thousands of people who precede you as happy customers of the Sunbury Motor Company. Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. We do have some very brief news headlines here, but we'd uh, like you to light them up. one 800 795 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We started out our first half hour with Joe indicating that almost all of our inflationary cause is either caused by or failure to enact normal curbs, uh, that all of our inflation is caused by the current administration. Joe gave me six solutions that would fix this, one of which is fire that idiot Harris, and the other one is to resign, so those two of them. But there's four here that we'll read later when we don't have uh, colors lined up. But we invite you to join the queue. 1-800-795-9565. A Point Township man, who one might say was the very definition of larger than life, has died. Neil Mertz died Sunday. He was 90 years old, known as an avid trap shooting competitor for 50 years, businessman, owner of Mertz, rod and gun, leader of the Nori Gun Club, but perhaps best known as a family man. We'll have lots more to say about Neil later this week when arrangements are made, and we'll have some obituary remarks from individuals. But Neil Mertz that died yesterday, age 90. The Days of Remembrance essay contest is here. It's an opportunity for middle and high schoolers to write an essay that relates to... The topic is the Holocaust. Our mission is to
6: make the Holocaust something that people can perpetually think about and learn lessons from to apply to their lives today.
1: Dave Jacobson, a board member of Days of Remembrance, says they were in part inspired by the lack of curricula that relates to the Holocaust in high school history these days. And the essay contest was started, but the goal is to give everybody an opportunity to remember. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller was back in our area on Friday, talked to the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce about uh, working with Democrats to make sure that President Biden's uh, mandatory vaccine laws don't go into effect.
6: You care about the people that come to work every day. You don't need the government telling you to do this. You figured out how to keep your employees safe throughout the pandemic, and you got the job done. So that's why I partnered with Senator Braun to repeal that regulation.
1: Yeah, Keller's ended by not saying everything is gloom and doom in Washington, D.C. Encourage those present to unleash the American spirit. And President Biden will have Governor Tom Wolf at his side today when he signs the $1.25 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. The goal is to drive up inflation further by pumping still more money into the economy and into Americans' hands. Uh, six things we can do to curb inflation. One. First and foremost, get rid of that idiot uh, Kamala Harris. Two, close the border, Joe says, and I think there's some truth to this, that the border crisis and having unsealed borders is inflationary, right? I mean, it drives up a 100 different costs. costs. Yes, there's really a lot of expenses associated with this. Uh, Go back to America First policy. That was one of the highlights of the Trump administration. Joe Biden could accomplish that first and foremost by doing what?
2: I'm sorry, I was reading an email. I wasn't I, oh, okay. I'm just summarizing.
1: The Paris Accords, what could President uh, Biden do about the Paris Accords that's inflationary, but he could fix it if he... The costs of, of of doing what they're talking about doing are horrendous. Okay, and we're already we're enjoying those costs now. That's why inflation's high well, now. Well, he
2: put us back in there. Okay. We were out. Now we're back in. So do you believe in cause and effect?
1: Okay. I'm
2: I just un- asking. I un-
1: well, yeah, it rained yesterday, too, but that didn't cause inflation. How do That's you know? cause and effect. What? What's the cause? Well, there is absolutely none. That's my point. Don't <laughs> be silly. But the Paris Accord is inflationary in the U.S. Cause you can empirically show that, right?
2: Well, look at what they're talking about doing. They're cut, cutting American jobs,
1: cut, closing yes. down
2: pipelines. Yes, Mark.
1: Thank you. Okay. Uh, he should resign first and that foremost. That would be a good That's first step. A, yeah, that be, belongs up above Kamala Harris's resign. And the other one President Biden has made it so the non union truckers cannot serve the ports no. in California. He, he, didn't do th- that. he
2: didn't do that. I thought you said he could fix this. He could by allowing them in. They have been banned for some time now. It's not Joe Biden's fault that they were banned.
1: Uh, okay. So it is the, the fault Trump of the policy. No,
2: that was California policy in okay. places like that. Wh- well, why who did President controls Trump the, fix who, that? Who controls the docs, Mark? Why, why did President Shorman? Trump fix that? Why didn't he fix it? I wouldn't know either, and neither do you. All right. We got (laughs) you. Oh, well, I don't know that it was an issue back then. I got you. We were actually managing to get the stuff out of the ports back in the Trump
1: administration. All right. Paul, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting. I'm glad we got six good things that President Biden can do immediately that would lower inflation. What's your view?
7: Uh, Good morning, man. I want to go back to last week uh, when you had uh, Senator (laughs) Gordner on again, and I appreciated that. And uh, he pointed out again in the last election that he looked at uh, Montgomery County and Philadelphia and ballots coming in later. And Mark, if I remember right, you just said, well, it was just a matter that there were a lot of ballots, cast, put, you know, mailed in ballots, and it took a long time to get them, and it was just a matter of uh, of uh, counting the ballots and it take, takes time. But I, I, I have contacted Senator Gordner, and I would encourage everybody to keep contacting, more things to be done. I think that the uh, every county, when they get these mail-in ballots at the deadline, they need to count how many envelopes they have, and that needs to be turned into the Secretary of State. And the number of votes, then, that are counted from those envelopes cannot be greater than what was mailed in, okay? There has to be an envelope for every ballot and uh, when you do this night after night day after day and send send home some of the observers and stuff we don't know what's happening in the middle of the night in montgomery county and philadelphia and i don't trust them okay so i want to know how many ballots they received at the deadline okay the envelopes that came in before they opened them before anybody counted them and that number cannot be less than the, ba- the ballots that were counted at the end that's the the first thing I would say then the other thing is uh, you had another uh, guest host on what was his name John on Friday
2: yes you had John Shipman on
7: that's it okay and I agree with him about the convention of states but the discussion there was a whole lot of criticism of rich people and the stock market and this is nothing but Marxist trap uh, uh, baloney and uh uh Jeff Bezos, I don't have any problem with Jeff Bezos and how much money he has and so forth and uh, you better uh, I, I would encourage everybody that's listening, tell your children and tell your ch- grandchildren to go out there and find themselves a uh, a fiduciary type uh, investment house and get involved with an IRA, a 401k or whatever and so forth and get in the stock market and you uh, when you get to be on social security you're going to need those re- uh, required minimum distributions to help you uh every month uh with your social security or whatever you're going to be living on and i'm talking as a person who's never been in the middle class okay and uh um, uh so th- this is uh this is available to everybody you can do you can it doesn't matter what color your skin is it doesn't matter anything you can be benefiting by the american economy and investing in the companies through a, a good mutual uh... funds and so forth and uh... you're only paying a a fee and they're what, what those companies are doing is they make money if you make money so the more that they can grow your investment the better off they are and uh... and uh... I've benefited by that and that's a great deal of how I'm living right right now is because I've got those required minimum distributions com- coming in. And so uh I I don't understand the the rich people are not doing anything to me. God bless them and I want to build wealth myself and and so forth and everybody can do that. Your children, your grandchildren can do it and uh so i you know quit all this marxist business of fighting between the races and fighting between the rich and the poor learn how to get out there and participate in the economy and uh and build your own wealth and take care of yourself,
1: you know. All right, we got that's, you. Thank you so much. That's my of view. Okay, Excellent. Thank you. thank you so much. All right, we got an open line now, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, I said something that is apparently false. Two people have written in separate, well, or three people, if you get the one email down bottom, have said that what I said was false. I said ideas don't make inflation go up, but three of our listeners now said no. These are two separate texts
2: highlighted. Right. Mark, proposals can contribute to inflation if enough people believe something will happen and act on those beliefs, it will happen. All right. And then uh, uh, down. Uh, where was it? The Chai Coms caused the pandemic. Oh, the Chinese. Oh, okay. Never mind. The it's,
1: it's just one. It's the same text twice. And now this is this relates to that. Well,
2: so the administration's job is to make life better. My quality of life isn't better in the last year and a half, and
1: that's what I ask you of Mike. Is your life? Are you better off today than you were four years ago? Absolutely not. Well, I mean, the inflation is impacting everybody. Fuel price, well, energy you admit prices, energy prices. Well, absolutely.
2: Okay, well, that's a well, step no, in the right think,
1: direction. Joe, here's – if I can I can say everything I'm trying to say that you're ignoring in one sentence and that you disagree with, I think if you want to blame President Biden for not firing Kamala Harris and not closing the border and not doing America first the same way Trump did or getting into the Paris courts or not resigning or not uh, firing the non-union truckers in California – that's 100 percent valid. That's perfect stuff. But I think if you blame all of our inflation on President Biden or the administration, I just think you're just too insulated. You're not being realistic.
2: All right. What but actions, that's what affirmative that's actions belief. has Joe Biden taken to lower the costs? They're now Senator Schumer is pushing him to release the strategic oil reserves in order to drive artificially the price of gasoline down. We were energy I independent. Can name six we things. were, and not me, we were energy independent during the Trump administration. We were producing our own gas and our own oil until Biden came in and okay. on day one started shutting down pipelines and doing things to make American-produced energy more expensive.
1: So in a word, President Biden's energy policy is... Inflationary, to say the least. Well, yeah, to say the very, very least. But it's a debacle. It's hypocritical. It's, Ill- it's ridiculous. It's ill-conceived. It's, uh, Look,
2: I—if you want to say to me—and you have so often—we need wind power. We need solar power. I won't disagree with that. It certainly would help. But it's not here now. I got you. And so everything we do that increases the cost of the energy that we are using and is available is causing this country so to is pay through the teeth. So, policy is now, let me finish is, for be- once. You—you okay. gave. gave me the shut up when, uh, when I was, you were talking. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just telling you that President Biden is guilty for lacks of omission. He hasn't done what he should be doing to curb inflation.
1: He Energy policy is one of
2: them. Is one of them. What else? Well, again, making the supply chain work. He'd opened the ports for 24 oh, so hours a day. he's to fix
1: this union trucker thing now, in California.
2: Now, one of the other problems is shortage of workers. What happened during the pandemic that made people not want to work? Gee, gave them 600 bucks a week in unemployment benefits. And a lot of these people have not come president back to work.
1: Trump, not President Biden. But anyway, go ahead. President Biden
2: What? I'm sorry, Biden was $300 a week. He continued it. He didn't right. stop Trump, it. Trump started He didn't this mess. stop it, though, did he? If it was a bad thing to do, Biden didn't stop it. He increased oh, he it. He, he
1: kept it going. Could have curtailed it, and he didn't. Right. So that's another omission, basically. Right. Well, we well, have right. three callers. Yep. All right. Who's next? Uh, Dale, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting while Joe and I hash this out. we got three valid, 100% valid things the president could do to fix inflation. One, he'd have to completely turn around energy policy. Uh, He does not have the wherewithal, so that's not going to happen. Two, he's got to fix this union. He does have it. He wrote
2: executive orders Uh, making the problem. I'm saying cognitively he doesn't
1: have it. He also has to fix the union crisis in California and the truckers. And three, uh, he has not fixed the worker shortage that started last year, and he could if he chose to, but he chooses not to. All right, Dale, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
6: I just feel as doubt the government uh, is going to settle everything, solve all problems. They're going to give, their federal government is going to allocate billions of dollars to Pennsylvania so they can have human resources and public relations, local media, and local law firms, all this money, and they're going to solve all the problems. That's it. They all just right. allocated all this money to go to uh, local
1: media. So, put that in the form of a suggestion for President Biden because we got a list of four tangible things. I think he a
6: great things. job. I would vote for him right now. He's like the best president of all time.
1: Right. But <laughs> what should he yeah, do to fix him?
6: You, once you give the uh, the messenger more money, the messenger becomes more clear that you are all pitched. And that's what it is. That's so, basically, you believe Joe yeah, Biden's I mean, one of the best. The, look at all the Bar Association. They just hit the jackpot. They're dancing, if they're going to go out and go uh on shopping spree. I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, then the local media is going to say that everything's great. So, I mean, just keep feeding the messenger.
1: All right, you know, so...
6: Just keep being a pigeon. and Keep voting for a Republican or Democrat, because it, it is a difference. Well, isn't Biden a Democrat?
2: Right? Isn't Biden a political entity? I don't Wasn't he a not believe
6: a lawyer? Democrat or Republican. That's what pigeons believe in. I'm sorry, pigeons. I don't believe it.
1: Then. Wasn't Biden He's a lawyer Biden. back in the day? Yeah, I, back I don't in the know. 30 know, short years ago.
6: Tell you P- car- I think carry member of the bar association. He's bringing everything to light. All right, if you don't we got you. You're snapping. You're
8: goofy.
1: Thank you so much, Dale. Thanks for checking in. All right, we got the callers awaiting. One line is open. Three are taken. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, read this, and then we'll hit the button.
2: I don't know who is more paranoid, Stan or the emailer. Joe is still on his mission to down Biden. Tom. All right.
4: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. From
1: all right joe and i have been uh, we talk almost as much off mic as on mic and joe came up to with one real honest to god solution that would fix all of this joe
5: well
2: i said inflation would start we'd start to get on the right path if we took away both the Republican and the Democrats' talking points and their political philosophies, and instead said, what do we need to do to address the problem? To fix it. Forget whether, if it's opening up, if it's making non-union truck drivers allowed in the ports, do it. If it's something the right doesn't like, do it. But for heaven's sakes, do it. And the thing is, the Biden administration and Trump would be the same way. In if in in the other direction, the Biden administration can't ignore its core constituencies. It can't ignore
1: the unions. It can't ignore realistically. But you're coming up with a non-realistic, but actual solution, and that's to have come up with non-partisan solutions. Well, if you think of energy policy, if you think of the energy policy we had years ago and what we have now. Of course, if you come up with nonpartisan solutions, you could fix that. This union crisis, that's the docks. Obviously, that could be fixed. That's primarily a Democratic dilemma. Uh, the shortage of workers, that could be fixed if you came up with nonpartisan solutions. So uh, and of Now, course stop
2: and think, too. If a lot of people aren't working because they don't like the salaries that are being paid, and a lot of people are quitting their jobs now, figuring they'll find something else if they don't like what they've got. All right. So their inflationary pressures are created there. If I have to pay... A worker who was making $12 an hour, $20 an hour, somebody's going to get an increase in costs. And, Joseph, you're on the mark.
8: Yes, good morning. I'd like to comment on my opinion of the inflation situation. I think we've got to go back to the root of the problem, go back to when we went off of the gold standard. I remember, if I'm correct here, that one silver dollar in the 60s, before we were off the gold standard, was worth $1. You could go to the store and take a silver dollar, it was worth a paper silver dollar. And an ounce of gold was, I think, $34. Okay, now look at the price of it. And it's a little like William And You've seen him on, on TV on that buying gold. He said these unstable countries printing money, you know, just going crazy. That's true and that's all inflationary and look, that's what we it's not president trump it's not president biden or president uh bush or obama it's the swamp it's the government printing money like crazy and spending money like crazy and if you ever if you see that that uh sign it shows the interest on our national debt uh, it just uh, every 6 seconds i think is a million dollars every 6 seconds something oh, like geez. that <laughs> you cannot continue doing that and we, if you can't learn from history, after the first, yeah, after the first World War, at the Treaty of Versailles, Germany was really the they, the Allies put uh, burdens on Germany to pay back the war debt, you know, and so forth, and they couldn't do it. It just they just went belly up, and they started printing money like crazy. The Deutsche Mark, it was like the the smallest bill was a five million mark bill, and in fact. Uh, they had hyperinflation in 1923, where it took one trillion marks to buy one U.S. quarter to be equivalent to 25 cents, United States money. When 10 years before that, in 1913, before the war, one mark, one mark was equivalent to a U.S. quarter, 25 cents. But when hyperinflation hit, and it was, it was a slow process up until 1923, it just went crazy. And that's, you've heard stories, and I, I have pictures here in a history book, of people standing in the banks with big chests of money, and it was worthless, it was just worthless. And that's what's happening to our money. It's just uh, You cannot continue to print money, and, and I'll tell you, the moral of the story is simply this. This is planned. It may not, they don't understand, a lot of these leaders don't understand what is happening, but it is planned. And what they want to do is uh, destroy the dollar. The dollar is a unit of currency that accept, is accepted worldwide. I've been to Europe, I've been to the Middle East, I've been to Africa, uh, South America, and everywhere I go, I can exchange a dollar. But you cannot do that here. You cannot take a Deutsche Mark and spend it at Wises or a peso. But I can go down to Mexico or Germany and, 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 and spend a dollar. It's accepted. It's a universal unit of currency. So you got to destroy that, go into electronic funds transfer, and that's what's going to bring about the new world order, that the whole world will have a unit uh. of currency that's stable <laughs> all over the world. And is, that's
1: the world that's that's is the new world order inflationary? Is the new world order inflationary? Pardon? Is the new world order inflationary?
8: Well, the, the inflation is going to destroy the dollar. And it is, your dollar's worth, (laughs) look at it. You know, I mean, my goodness, I went to a gas station the other day, (laughs) where goes $40, and I only need a half a tank of gas. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's just it's starting to mushroom now, and mm-hmm. it's just going to exponentially just yes, uh, increase terribly. Yeah, we and and they're going to destroy it and then come about with a new world order. All right, so we got you, Joseph. As system, a matter of practicality, just and go everybody to, will <laughs> have
2: to comply with it. All was right. written 2,000 years <laughs> thank ago. You, right? so. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank, okay, thank, thank you, thank you, thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, well, let, Four minutes right. is the limit.
2: If we, if we go to a restaurant today, and I dine out a fair amount, things that were like $2 or $5 are now 20 or 30% higher. Well, yeah, you said inflation was up
1: 6% year over year, right? That's what they said. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. It's more like 6. 26%. Uh, that is false. I'm
2: sorry, that's the consumer price index rose 6.22%. Consumer price index. Gasoline alone is up 20%. G- well, yeah, but they figure th- these are averages. They don't figure
1: so some, some not everything not is every, up 6%. not everything's okay. up 20% well, or 30%. Yeah, I but, was going to say I mean <laughs> bacon is ridiculous. It's like $15 to buy a piece of bacon nowadays.
2: Yeah, I know what I got. I have five, p- five pounds at home. I'm uh, going to retire
1: on that. What? <laughs> <laughs> sell it uh, Joe's bacon sale is underway uh, Joe came up with a great uh, actual solution here not the irrational ones and that is the nonpartisan solutions must be found in Washington DC now granted that's not going to happen but Joe Biden could call together Republicans and Democrats and say look why don't we put Americans first here and fix this then he'll fix the border he'll stop handing out to money he'll try to come up with some sort of an American mm-hmm. first list stay in the or get out of the Paris and Accords. Our, our friend Mike boulder makes a good point. He said, regardless
2: of what the slanted news says, truck drivers are avoiding California due to vaccine mandates and higher fuel prices. And right, higher well. prices out there are over five bucks a gallon.
1: And while those aren't Biden administration issues, those are Democratic policies. Correct? That's um, not far from the truth. Okay, so that's partially true anyway. And then another and email, Thomas, and Thomas like
2: Willie Weir. He missed the part of the story that said regulations are part of the problem. Also, that
1: what President at the ports was worthless all right fabulous eric we are talking about hyperinflation literal solutions what the president can do what trump did and or didn't do uh, but the uh, current administration is of course obviously in charge so what could they do to fix inflation
9: good morning gentlemen thank you for taking my <laughs> call um there was an article in the uh, daily item i think it was on saturday it talked about uh bipartisanship and and uh i've can't quote exactly who the major Republican official was, he says, "Well, we don't do that because the Republicans and Democrats are two different tribes, and you never do anything to help the other tribe. In fact, the uh, the one crazy lady, uh, Republican, I forget her name, uh, actually wants to, you know, anyone who voted for the the, the Biden cause should be thrown out of the Republican Party and so forth. I agree with Joe. Oh my gosh, I agree with Joe. Uh, We have to have bipartisanship to try to address some of these problems. But the question I ask people is, if we look overall, and overall, and I know prices are higher and so forth, are we better off today than we were a year ago? Businesses are back open. Our kids are back in school. Uh, sure, things things have bounced back. Prices are higher. No one likes to pay higher prices. No one likes to pay higher taxes. But, you know, it, it's the American economy. It goes in waves, you know? And when we come out of recession, and that's what Mister <laughs> Mr. Trump had us in, in a recession uh you bounce back and you know it springs back and then you, you can have inflationary pressures but are we better off than we were a year ago
2: what did trump have us in what, Where what were are you coming from
1: a, a recession. recession a, a recession oh, during the pandemic though not uh, you're
2: talking about the pandemic because we certainly weren't in a recession before the pandemic hit well, we nobody talk was, about
9: leadership and and so forth, and you talk about all the things that President Biden should be doing. Okay, well, well now what is wait, 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 whoa was, whoa was President whoa? President Trump able
2: to? Eric, you are on the verge of hypocrisy. You were who ordered <laughs> everybody verge. to stay home, stay safe, don't breathe on me, and now you fault President Trump because he was encouraging people to do that during the pandemic. That doesn't make sense.
9: No, no, you're talking about you're talking about solutions, and what I'm saying is the fact. Okay, it was caused by the pandemic, whatever. But you're talking about leadership. Well, the fact of the matter, we were in a recession, and now we're, we're bouncing back. Uh, people are getting back to work. Um, but part of the problem is, and, and this gets into the overall agenda of President Biden is, and I agree with the caller who called two times ago, uh, saying about saving for the future, planning for retirement, and so forth. But the first tenant anyone will tell you uh, to prepare for retirement is to have emergency fund. So that when your car breaks down uh, when your furnace breaks down, you don't have to dip into your 401k to pay for those things you guys are aware of that aware of that principle
7: yeah
9: okay so how do we do that? We have to pay a livable wage don't we and part of the biggest for the people in the lower rung of people who are just trying to start out the people who are who are trying to make it to get to a point two of the biggest things the fact and what's drawing down, their, their, um, their budgets is care for their children, preschool care, and health care, right? Two of the things that have been on the Democratic agenda to try to address that we have affordable preschool care for our kids and health care. And that's two of the things that President Biden has put forth, which will allow people then to, and I'm not saying it should be free, but it should be affordable. So the fact that people aren't saying, well, you know, like some of my relatives, well, why should I go to work when I'm, I'm going to be working my 40 hours just to pay for what my health, uh, what my uh, child care costs? If we require our businesses to provide good health care, basic health care, I'm not talking about a fly-by-night insurance policy we have to pay the first 10000 That's That's not that's not insurance. That's that's, that's baloney. Okay? And these were things uh, that the Affordable Care Hack in, had in before it got tossed and thrown and and, and tore apart
1: by Congress. All right, we got you, Eric. Thank you so much. Okay, good we point. Really Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have uh, talked about the major causes of inflation, some of which are on the shoulder of our current administration, and some of which are from the previous administration. But Joe came up with an actual solution. That's a sit-down, nonpartisan opportunity for everybody to address these issues. Of course, that'll never happen, but it's still a good idea. Now, here's how. Here's how the
2: environmental concerns we have to take a break interact before, with this. Just quickly, this is yep. from this is from Politifact. It's a headline, but I think it says a great deal. California shipping backlog is in part caused by the California truck ban, which says all trucks must be 2011 or
1: newer, and a law called AB5, which prohibits owner-operators. Right, and Joe Biden can fix that if he, he so could, chooses. Yes. Right, okay, I got gotcha. you. I think we stipulate that's on the list of things he can fix, but is it? Uh, Al, since, oh, no, I'm sorry, we have to take the break here. I'm totally out of sync. one 800 795 one line is open. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark lunch Joe McGranahan is here. He's conservative. I portray a Democrat on the radio. And Mr. Rob Center is just fabulous. That's not a portrayal. That's real. <laughs> One of our listeners sent us a
2: text. It says ahead, the John. simplest way to understand inflation is happening because of the supply and demand.
1: The Trump virus put people out of work. Oh, I love that. Talk about inflation ill-informed and the trump virus <laughs> well it, it started during his administration everything else is blamed on them and uh, let's so then we can call this safely see. the biden inflation oh here we go no mark the chip shortage was caused by the chinese communists unleashing a bioweapon on the world so they are i think literally irresponsible for some of this inflation all right next up is mike go ahead sir you're on the mark
10: yeah the uh, there was a gentleman on there a couple of callers ago. he was talking about the uh, the value of the dollar, and he referenced uh, Germany and the inflation they had there. I, I, what is his name? Joseph Joseph. Well, I'll tell you what. I, listen, I could be uh, what they call it a gambling addict. I could do I could be that really easy because I would love to bet on anything, but I don't because I don't like to lose, and that's what happens with the gamble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes. <laughs>
10: And, but darn it, I would bet that that gentleman, he doesn't spend very much time watching CNN or MSNBC or the rest of the mainstream media. I mean, I, That would be a bet that I would take. And I think I would probably be willing to put a lot of money because I think he's pretty well informed. He thinks about a lot of things and he, he's very knowledgeable. And I think that's the problem that we really have right now is we don't have a lot of knowledgeable, informed people. You know, they, they get the information that they want to believe. And this happens on both sides. But if you go back to, what, 2018 or so, we were having labor problems back then. I mean, there were signs in Bloomsburg at, at all the decent places to work. Help wanted, open interviews on this day of the week, just come, you know. And they were starting to relax the drug and, you know, the drug testing and all those rules. And, I mean, they wouldn't be doing that if they weren't short of people. Available people to work, it, but that's but that
2: but that's when inflate uh, when the job um, market the unemployment rate was down around three percent and almost full employment. I can remember our chamber of commerce coming on the air and saying, "This is wonderful. We have all these people
1: working now." The labor participation was only sixty-two percent. Let's keep that in mind. Well,
10: so why? Our, it's like any other number. The the, the labor participation. Number it can be used to basically say anything it wants to say, like me. Right now, I'm 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 what what do you call it the 38% that's not working. But if I wanted to work, I could probably start this afternoon on a job. And and there's a lot of people like myself. So I'm just saying that those numbers are they're used by both sides to say whatever they want. So I'm going to try to come to my conclusion right now. I believe there's a lot of trends happening in this United States that are not positive What's, for the future oh. okay and we're not talking about those trends the, the number of people that are uh... sliding t- uh, towards a government dependency uh... for one reason or another but mainly it comes down to personal decisions by them they look at the hand that you know the cards in their hand and they look at the jobs that are available that they're qualified to do and they say hey money-wise i'm better off not working and i'm not saying it's anyone's fault i'm just saying that we live in a collective society where people make decisions based on the the information that they have and for a lot of people including myself there's no reason for me to have to go to work right now and uh as far as the republicans are concerned there's no reason for them to stop blaming biden and as far as the democrats are concerned there's no reason for them to stop blaming trump and what joe said is we need some real solutions to the, to the situation that we have right now, but it seems to me that the, the solutions that each party is trying to uh, come up with is how to win the next election.
1: That's exactly what they're trying to well, do. Well, yeah, and Joe, a very aptly, smartest thing he said all day was this idea that this partisan bickering in Washington is killing us, and it's true. I mean, he didn't word it that way, but, you know, and John Shipman and I talked about it last week. It's the Democratic and Republican elites doing absolutely positively anything to hold on to power and wealth and the ability to, um, to, to control things. Yeah, we are looking at actual labor participation rates, incidentally. Uh, they ended the Trump administration at 61% percent. But most of the administration saw the participation rate at 63 percent, except when the pandemic really kicked in. Then it went down to 61 something. But most of the time it was 63. So it's just a few percentage point difference. But those are uh, big numbers. So participation rate has been, uh, uh, you know, been relatively unchanged. Right. right. Unchanged. Your
2: argument was that it was down. Trump had a low uh, participation no, rate. No, your argument was. No, that was yours. Go back and listen to the tape. Use Said it was Trump had uh, very low participation. rate. It was the same as it's now. It's the same as Biden. Point.
1: This it's the same as now, right? But you didn't make that point. You said Trump's was lower. Uh, I did. You just had your Fox Funnels <laughs> stuffed full of Fox. <laughs> no, I heard every word you said okay, quite clearly. I, I hear you, Mike. Will I give you the last word? Go right ahead.
10: It's, it's. It's. I mean, listen. When Trump was in office, everything was his fault. Now Biden is in office, and people are blaming him. But the, the mainstream media that people listen to and watch, they're coming to his rescue right now, coming up with every reason. And, again, some of those reasons are valid, okay, that that's not his fault. But, boy, you never heard that on any of the, uh, the TV stations before. So, you know, when we have a situation in this country where I, what I'm trying to say is information and knowledge and getting it from the mainstream media is, is probably not the place to, to get it. You, you have to study. You have to think. And uh, watching, uh, you know, I, once in a while, I turn on that Good Morning America and, and whatever the. We got to go,
1: Mike. We got to get another caller. Yeah.
10: That's the last place you want to get information. Thank okay, you so much. One. You
2: know, it's funny because everybody, uh, you know, all the all the people on the left were talking about, and and that uh, congressman—I forget his name—talking um, about the steel dossier. We, we it, it's been thoroughly discredited now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, suppose
2: a, that President Trump hadn't had to deal with that for. Washington the Washington Post period. ran a correction. Suppose suppose they hadn't had to deal with that in the Trump administration. Uh, Adam Schiff, this guy I'm thinking of, I mean, he he's unrepentant, but yet, and he's the one who pushed it. He's getting blowback now from even people, some people in his own party, and President Trump never really had a chance.
1: Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting a moment. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead.
11: No, you're walking. See, poor Trump just sold a hotel in Washington for 375 million dollars. But he's hurting so bad, you know. And I wish I wouldn't have to work. If I didn't have $2,000 a month in bills, I wouldn't have to work. But <laughs> I chose to go on that path. And, you know, people are yelling about this and that. But, you know, people are yelling about our bypass going through. They're, they're afraid they're losing property, you know. What are you going to do? This is what happens when things progress. And as far as California goes, it's a pollution law out there they have to have newer vehicles so it's not that
1: right but biden president biden could fix that
11: pollution law away he could not know what they need laws. to do with these ports or bring in trains not rely on trucks you can put about 100 cars on a train yeah, that would really will leave it quickly, but a lot of places don't have a way to take them off unless it's manually lifted off of the would train. Joe
1: Biden could fix the California law issue if he applied pressure on them. As Joe I don't has
11: think so. I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to New York City. I've done expos and stuff like that. I was not allowed to unload my vehicle. It had to be a person that was under the...
8: A
2: union person, a union representative. I had to be a
11: union worker,
2: or and,
11: they would have, like, arrested me.
2: And doesn't, that, doesn't that drive the cost of things up?
11: Well, everything drives the cost of stuff up, and right now the reason <laughs> costs are going up is because fuel's going up. Everything's going up because there's a shortage of everything. If I want broccoli, you want broccoli. Uh, Joe, or, yeah, I'm sorry, Mark wants broccoli.
1: No, I do not. But you know, if don't want cauliflower,
11: <laughs> cauliflower prices will drop.
1: But the broccoli
11: is going
1: to go up. And the same thing at
11: Lowe's last year. Lumber went up 100% because people had more money. They were buying lumber out the picnic table. And look at all the houses that are burning down. I could tear my house down today and sell it tomorrow for twice as much as what it's worth.
1: All right. We got you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, Read as much or as few of these as you can, Joe, and then we take the break. Pete says, Mark, America first.
2: You scoffed at that notion for four years. Now you want America first. You really don't believe the crap you spew, do you? No,
1: I want America first. (laughs) That's on the list of things that uh, Joe said are real that President Biden could change. Here's the things Joe Biden could change. One, energy policy, an America first policy, uh, union get. Uh, kill the union truckers in California that are causing the... Um, Don't kill supply, them. Well, I mean, kill the law. Uh, and you said he can't do that, but you'd have to apply pressure on the Democrats. Right. It's a Democratic and
2: issue. And I'm sure if he called Gavin Newsom and said, hey, listen, Gavin, we're getting creamed here. We need to get these ports going. Come on, let's get your legislature
1: doing could, what needs to be done to open up the ports. He could fix the worker shortage, but is choosing not to do so, and he also is letting people stream over the southern borders, and that's inflationary. Of course, there's a hundred other things, too. The inflation's the least of them. Uh, something else you want to read here, Jim? Right.
2: Uh, Dennis says, thank you for the daily dose of fractured fairy tales. I don't know who he's aiming uh, for at. For Eric,
1: it's in the subject. It's oh, Eric. Eric. Okay, for Eric. All right. All right. Uh, right here.
2: And one. then um, one of our writers says, the same woefully underinformed people who gave Trump credit for the... A good economy are blaming Biden for the bad. Six months after Obama was in office, the economy went on an uphill climb that carried on until the pandemic. The entire globe is suffering, and that is fueling these difficult times. Biden's infrastructure plan will open up countless jobs, including those lost by stopping the pipeline. Maybe we should let in more immigrants to do the jobs Americans don't want to do.
1: Oh, please.
2: And then they become successful and they don't want to do those us jobs. With
1: factual, that's rational not f- emails. That's not a fact or rational. We, could, we cannot, this, don't read this kind of email ever again because she's speaking the truth and we cannot have that on this show.
2: Hey, if you let in all these immigrants across the border to do the jobs Americans don't want to do, and then you create a pathway to citizenship for them and they become Americans and now they, don't, well, want that's do that's an they don't want to do those jobs. That's solution.
1: That's an actual solution. They don't
2: want to do those jobs then. Uh,
1: to the letter writer who sent that in her first letter of her. Her first name is A. Don't ever send a letter like this again. We cannot have any rational truth on this radio ever. Never again. I'm deleting her for oh, good brother. and blocking her. <laughs> okay. Just just kidding. All right, we'll be right back. Stand by, Al. One of the, uh, uh, I came up with a potentially a good idea that the National Guard helped help fix this port issue in California. And CNN says a White House official told CNN shortly after the president said that he was considering deploying the National Guard to solve the port issue in California. Said the White House is not considering the National Guard to solve the port issue in California because
2: the unions would object. Well,
1: that's one reason, but no, they that's say that's the only. Reason. CNN says requesting the use of the National National Guard at the state levels under the purview of governors. Right,
2: And the, but the president can nationalize the National oh,
1: okay. Guard. okay, and then he can do it. Well, then he should. Now's the time, right? All right, Al, you get the last two minutes of the whole sh- shooting
12: match. Well, thank you. Thank uh, you. We've got a triple whammy going on out there in California, because there's a bill called, co- it's, I don't know if the bill or whatever they pass, it's an AB5, that's what they're calling it, and it it doesn't let owner-operators come in and uh, go to the docks anymore. It doesn't let any trucks in under 2011. And um, it's like a triple whammy, and then by 2035, they're all going to have to be electric trucks. But that's all I got to say on the, on the California thing. I just want to add it. It's like three things right there that I know of. And then uh, on firing people because they don't get the vaccination – Wouldn't that be a wonderful idea if you you get no welfare if you don't get the vaccination? No food stamps, no Social Security, no Medicare, no federal retirement, no military pension, no unemployment compensation, no workers' compensation, no disability compensation, no child welfare, Uh, Board of the States would have to get it or they couldn't survive. And no more child tax credit and no gifts at Christmas. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know, that's a, that's an interesting point. Where did you Not read that? That's, part, that's an excellent idea. If we're going to do it to everybody else, let's do it to everybody.
1: Alright, thank you so much, Thanks, Alan. Alan. Appreciate the call. Last email.
2: Says, just tuned into to the uh, cameras on Horseshoe Curve near Altoona and the roofs and ground are white and it's snowing hard. Right,
1: by yeah, David we had Hill. some snow over the weekend. Alright, thank you everybody for participating. We'll have a raucous open phones day tomorrow. Nearly open phones with the topic of your selection. Three minute limits on calls when someone's waiting. You're Listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.